welcome to the Our Random Points of View podcast, also affectionately known as Orpov to its friends. Your hosts, James and Simon, are ready to go. So without further ado, enjoy this episode of Orpov. Okay, Simon, just before we hit record on this one okay, today, I, I, I saw something which was quite surprising to me. Uh, you've heard of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Dolly, Dolly, Dolly. Yeah, well, okay, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah. Dolly Parton and Eminem are inductees of this year's uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And okay, I, I okay, fair I, enough. I, know, I think I think we should leave that until you push record. I have pushed record. We're already recording. <laughs> right, you said to me just before you push record. I just it's just before we pressed record, I looked at a story, and this oh, was right. It, right? Okay, there sorry, I misunderstood that. <laughs> so this is the story: Eminem and Dolly Parton, and a few other people. I can't remember who else is on that list this year. Uh, in fact, we could look it up, I guess, couldn't we? Um, but it got me thinking. When it started in 1986, you had people like Elvis, Chuck Berry, Little Richard, you know, proper rock and roll stars. Um, and every year, it was proper like what you would class, I guess, as rock stars and rock and roll stars. And I was wondering. How we feel about people like Eminem and Dolly Parton being on it? Like, is is there a reason why Dolly Parton's on there? She ever written a rock and roll song that I just am not aware of? Eclectic, it's eclectic, and there's diversity, mate. Hmm. But why is uh, why is why Eminem? Would we class him rock or rock and roll? I think the definitions of these things do change over the years itself. There, I mean, I I think it's just the fact that someone's had longevity and they've been about for as long as they have you think so yeah i think because you need to be you need to have had that album out for at least 25 years before Mm. you get inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame it's like if if you know if uh eminem and dolly partner in there you know and the foo fighters last year and, and all that sort of stuff i'll be in there next week so, but why, but if it's rock and, like, I understand you've got your country hall of fame. I understand you've probably now got a rap <laughs> hall of fame, a hip-hop hall of fame, all that kind of stuff. Why is in Compton, Eminem and Dolly Parton in the rock and roll hall of fame? Because it's just music, man. It's just music now. It's not necessarily rock and roll. And it probably just if never you've been was. around for 25 plus years, the, they're just going to get album, you in it. Your album, yeah. Yeah, if they feel that you've had a, an impact. Well, well, we, you know, Nirvana... You know, are not still about, are they? There's two of them that are still no, about. No, but I can understand but why they would be classed rock and roll, even though they were more. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about you know genre. I'm just simply talking about the fact that you know, you you said this specifically if you've been about for that length of time, and they they haven't, you know. Hmm. Oh, no, no, well, no, they have. Thirty years since Nevermind came out. Over thirty uh, years since the since since an album came out. Yes, however, it started in the late eighties. Aha, uh-huh, I'm not disputing that, but what I'm saying is them specifically, they're not about. Just like if you were to get Oasis chucked in there, because there was the whole thing about, oh, definitely, maybe he's 25 years old now, you know, so oh, you'll get inducted into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Will you reunite? It's like, well, they're not still about, are they? The individual members are. And love to Bonehead, just thought I'd chuck that out there. Uh, man, I hope you get a speedy recovery yeah from your tonsil cancer i i i do find it ironic though that the last gig that he'd played with liam was the teenage cancer trust and then he comes down with cancer do you know what i mean that that's that's a bit ironic you know coincidental but you know mm-hmm. things happen i understand what you're saying it, it sounded a bit uh, 
conspiracy theory, the way you put it across there. Oh, mate, mate, there's always <laughs> like, conspiracy yeah, theory, you know. What, what are those teenagers giving him? That's <laughs> not what I was talking about. I know, but I know, it's but not, it's, 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 kind of how, it's kind of how it first popped into my mind when you said it there, you know. Well, that says uh, more about you than it does about him. <laughs> but here we've also got Duran Duran in this year's inductee list. Um, Pat Benatar, I guess she could be rock and roll. Uh, Eurythmics, I guess so. Lionel Richie. Eurythmics. Eurythmics. Yeah, I know, but I, I said that Eurythmics. Eurythmics. There's a band for you. Uh, Lionel Richie and Carly Simon. And and and, and did, you, did you see the, the other name on that list? Uh, that's all the names on that list. Oh, no, no, there's another, name, there's, a, there's another name on there as well. Who are we talking? The Wuhan Bats. The Wuhan bats. Uh, no, probably another 25 years, mate. <laughs> 23. 20, 23 is whatever it is, I don't know. Um, but look, last year's Jay-Z. Why? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, like... He's pretty rock Jay-Z. and roll, though, isn't he? No, he's not. You know, he's got his Beckys with the, with the, uh, with the good hair, and, you know, he's headlined mm-hmm. Glastonbury before his wife I don't know man what I am surprised about though is that T-Rex weren't inducted until 2020 oh, just somebody just forgot it. yeah and and you know in 2020 it was like you, you couldn't exactly have a live performance so you know oh well let's uh, who have we forgotten oh yeah T-Rex the singer's dead so uh, yeah they'll come in perfect we don't need to get them to perform yeah but he died in 1977 <laughs> i know like i'm taking the mickey mate radiohead were inducted in 2019 they've not been around right. you know, like since like 1977 see i would have thought that t-rex would have been <laughs> no, in there a lot no, they've sooner been about since the 80s 90s yeah 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 but i would have thought t-rex would have been in all there a lot sooner than that um are you sure they, they want mandela here. effect well, you never know with the whole Mandela effect. <laughs> but if we go back to the very first inductees, right, 1986. Let's go way, way, back to when I was Fox. five years old. <laughs> what was that? The Brits, wasn't it? That was, was the Brits, I Brit Awards, yeah. So in 1986, you had Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, Elvis Presley, The Coasters... Eddie Cochran, Bo Diddley, Aretha Franklin, Marvin Gaye, Bill Haley, BB King. Right now, there again. Did the comets get in there as well, man? Just asking. Uh, the comets, no, not on that list. Did you say Buddy Holly? Buddy Holly, yeah. Yeah. What about the crickets? Just says Buddy Holly. Ah, that's disgusting. Did I say Buddy Holly? Oh yeah, I Buddy Holly, what... yeah. So you did say Buddy Holly. Yeah, he's so right. It just says Buddy Holly. It doesn't say... And the crickets. And the crickets, no. And they comments for Bill Haley neither. Well... No, that's right. Just just Bill Haley. But Jerry Lee, I married my cousin, Lewis. Yeah. Bill Haley's a fascinating character. Let me tell you why I think go that, on then. right? Because... Go on then. Educate me, Here James. we go, right? Let me give you... <laughs> well, Let me strap in. Just... just <laughs> Strap yourself down for this one. But here's I've, what, got my comet, I've got my Comet <laughs> rocket pack on. Come here's on, what I think, me. right? He is only 10 years older than Elvis, right? And yet, they both kind of hit the big time at a, a very similar time. And yet, 
Elvis was clearly, he was only, what, 20, 20, 21 when he hit the big time in 56. It was and in 2021 that Elvis hit the big time no, in 56. No, no, he was age 20 work? or 21. Right? <laughs> uh, but Bill Haley would obviously have been then about 30, 31. But he looked so much older. And yet Bill Haley, we forget now because most people don't even really know who he is these days. But he was a huge, huge star. In the mid fifties, you know, um, even before Elvis, you know, he was actually a, a bigger star before Elvis uh, came along. They, they were around about the same he sort paved of time. The way. He, well, Did he paved the way. Paved the way is the right the right way, but some people would argue that absolutely. You know, he was having hits. Remember, with some of his stuff, "Rock Around the Clock" in nineteen fifty four. Now Elvis had already Rocking started recording and touring. The Christmas crack. The Christmas crack. I was trying to say clock, and I, oh, I, right. say, I think I said crack by or crock <laughs> by mistake. Yeah, but Elvis was already. But you, you, know, already you don't know what these people do in their spare time. No, we don't know what people do in their spare time. Um, but he was having hits, songs that we consider classic rock and roll hits, "Rock Around the Clock," "Shake, Rattle and Roll," you know, um, all that kind of stuff before Elvis hit the big, big, big time. Um, now. But just when you look at them as two different people, I totally get why teenage girls went crazy for someone like Elvis or Jerry Lee Lewis or something like that, right? Oh, because mate, you had young. As long as you've seen, as long yep. as you've seen Elvis from the waist up. Well, no, because at that time, until he went on television, nobody really cared about his leg shaking thing, right? Because it wasn't such a public oh, thing. Oh, oh. It was done on stage in front of uh, an audience. He likes to wear baggy trousers, and of course, when he shook his legs, baggy it was trousers. crazy. Some people baggy say he trousers. occasionally put something down his trousers just to imply something going on down <laughs> What, like a ferret? Well, I don't know. Uh, whatever it was, he'd, he'd do. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've read. What, you past. don't know if it's true that he put a ferret down there? Well, I don't know if he ever put anything down there, but who's, who's <laughs> to know, except for the people who were there. But, uh, yeah, they, they just went... I understand, because he was, he was 20, he was, well, 1920 and 54, 55. He was, uh, you know, a, a good-looking young man, and I can understand why women, teenage girls and, and young women would have been going and crazy James's. for that. And James's. But then you look at Bill Haley and he looks, <laughs> although he was only 30, right, he looks like a 45-year-old car salesman or a guy who goes around on planes selling, uh, like, I don't know, light bulbs or something. You, you know what I mean? I like would have thought it was character. a guy that went about on planes. I would have thought it was a guy that went about yeah. on planes escorting sandwiches from one end of the country <laughs> to another. Well, possibly. There you go. They're just two very different characters, very different um, looks and, and styles and, and all the kind of thing. And I, I suppose it makes Harry. sense that he eventually just kind of faded away as, as Elvis and more people Fade similar away. to Elvis kind of came along. Um but yeah, I just I find Bill Haley fascinating um, because of that whole thing. Um, but but you've got Buddy Holly on there. He's another example. Great musician, but not your sort of standard rock and roll look of that time. Um, oh, Peggy, my Peggy Sue. <laughs> yeah, which was apparently changed from Peggy Sue. Of course, that's one of my favourite Quantum Leap episodes. Hey, yeah. <laughs> the test was one. Peggy Sue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine though that really happened, and that's how they decided to write a song? That is how it happened, Mandela effect. Yeah, the Beatles <laughs> were inducted in '88, right? Along with well, the Beach naturally, Boys, the Drifters, naturally. Bob Dylan. Um, uh, yeah, they were inducted by Mick Jagger. Do you know who inducted Elvis? 
it was uh, this surprised me. Uh, Julian and Sean Lennon. In Why Doctor not? Elvis. Well, it well, makes if sense. You if, you, if you can't get John. It makes sense. John Lennon was a massive Elvis fan, and Elvis was a huge inspiration on John Lennon, who in turn, of course, was in the Beatles and had a massive impact on the world. But uh, if you'd asked me before I knew that, you know, to guess who had inducted Elvis, I wouldn't have said Julian and Sean Lennon. But but surely, surely, I mean, surely you should only be able to, I mean, granted, who who inducts the first one, but um, surely you should only be inducted by people who have already been inducted. Well, well, this is the point. This was the first one. Oh, was um, it? Right, okay. This was so the first one, 1986, yeah. So Chuck Berry was, was Jag- by Keith Richards, you know. Well, Johnny Depp had to do something. Johnny Depp was busy at the time with his jar of dirt. <laughs> Have you seen that? Jar of dirt. So in the court case with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, she said that he had a jar of cocaine, and on the internet they've basically taken a clip of uh, him as Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, where he's walking through a ship carrying this jar of dirt, and he's like, I've got a jar of dirt, I've got a jar of dirt, <laughs> guess what's inside of it, you know? And that's that's it's so funny, you know, when she's talking about the jar of cocaine and it comes is, to that. Is, is it Keith Richards playing your dad? Playing who? Jack Sparrow's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have very similar characters, you know. No, no. Well, appar- apparently, yeah, apparently based on him. I love that fact. And then yeah. you've got Keith Richards, who's who's pretty old and wrinkly as he is, and you know that he is. I mean, there's no getting away from it. And you look at the thing in there, and he looks like twice his age. <laughs> yeah, you know for a fact, if there is a nuclear strike, that only two things are going to survive for sure. That's cockroaches <laughs> and Keith Richards. And the, and the Rolling you know, Stones. And the Rolling Stones in general. And possibly the Queen, you know, because nothing will kill the Queen. But, uh, yeah, when you look at the early, the early inductees, a lot of them are, you would class standard. as very rock and roll. Standard rock and standard. roll. Yeah. Some of them, though, I mean, I guess I'm a bit kind of... Unsure. Smokey I mean, Robinson, I mean, for me, he's more just Motown, but I guess but then, at that time there wasn't a Motown Hall of Fame. But so. then there's that, that thing as well, though, is that, you know, you say, oh, they're very rock and roll. It's like if you were to look at kind of today's um, definitions of such, you know, it's pretty different to what it would have been back in the 50s and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have, personally speaking, I wouldn't necessarily refer to that as being rock and roll. You know, given you know what we've got here nowadays, you know, like Metallica being heavy metal and stuff like that, I would have probably more said that they were akin to rock and roll more than you know, say someone like Elvis or or, or such. From what I've heard, but by the same token, like I say, definitions do change, and you know, views and everything all over the years. So you know, who's to say? But I still, you know, I don't necessarily think that. Um, I think kind of from where you're going, that you know. It should, you know, these people be excluded because they're not like guitar bands or or whatnot, like Eminem. You know, he's clearly hip hop and you know it's a different style of music. I'm just, you know, glad that we all get on. Yeah, I know, but I guess it's just because of the name of it, rock and roll. Mm, like, no, I, get I could it. understand if it was rock and roll, so you're sort of early rock and <laughs> roll. Rock and roll and, 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 and rock, you know, rock would make sense, you know, just rock music <coughs> in general. Excuse me. Um, and even. <sighs> pop music if it had a if it had a kind of rock feel to it you know what i mean like then i could understand why those people would be involved but i suppose i'm just confused about those people, like, people 
Those yeah. people. Yeah. Well, those people, people like, over there. People like Marvin Gaye, for example, right? I, I don't know if I'd class well, well, rock or roll. Well, you know what I mean? At least there is at least one pretty rock and roll thing about that guy, though, right? Mm-hmm. What's that? shot and killed by his dad that's proper rock and roll right there and deserves an induction Uh, yeah well exactly maybe just on that part but Roy Orbison I wouldn't have classed him rock and roll or rock he's pop with a a rock feel so I guess that's why I would have included him in that that makes sense Um, but he's not specifically rock and roll to me or rock Um, do you know that Jerry Lee Lewis tried to kill Elvis that wouldn't surprise me did Elvis look at his cousin no, 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 only Jerry Lee Lewis ever did that. But hey! Jerry Lee Lewis, one night in the 70s, he just, I think he got drunk or he got high on drugs or something, and he went to Graceland with a gun, and he wanted to get in to shoot Elvis, you know? He was probably going through some kind of rage where he was like, why has Elvis got all this recognition and I don't kind of crap, you know? Because um, he's good well, and you know. moral and uh, socially acceptable. <laughs> socially acceptable. That's very true. But Jerry Lee Lewis, he uh, he wanted and to also, kill him. And also, and also, <laughs> let's be honest about it, Jerry Lee Lewis. If you're listening, which I know you are, Elvis had great balls of fire. He never recorded that song, as far as I know. No, no, I'm saying he had great big balls of fire. Jerry Lee Lewis. He had, no, no, Elvis must have done to, you know, be as massive as he is, right? What, he had to balls of fire? Uh, yeah, I think he had to have balls to do what he did in that day. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, guess. I mean, you, you can clearly, you know, if if they are on fire, you should probably go to the doctor. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're itchy and they, they're flaming. <laughs> yeah, I've Great got a cream for that. Balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, I mean, think about it. 50s, right? We, we forget now because it's easy to forget now. We never lived during that time. We didn't really experience it. But segregation was a big deal in America, you know, and, and uh, the race relations thing was a big deal and, and it just was a, a what, bad you're, time. You're the right eye, I'm the left eye. Would it not yeah. be madness to me? <laughs> Which, <laughs> <come on. laughs> You've since clarified to me that's a song, and it's it's very. I, I thought it was actually just Simon Genius. Song by a black man. So yeah, know, it's all brilliant. I love that's Faithless. A, I've I seen was, I've seen them twice. They were brilliant both times. I don't know much of their stuff, but I, when I heard that clip and I put it up there as a bonus, I thought it was just you coming out with something really intelligent, and I thought, wow, like that's really actually pretty smart what he just said I, there. I, I am intelligent. You know, I am intelligent. Oh, everything course, I say course. is pretty intelligent. So Absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. But Elvis in the 50s, you had to have such balls to do what he did, you know, because, yeah, you had Bill Haley, who was doing his rock and roll thing. You had a couple of other people who were doing their little rock and roll thing, but they That'll be the really, day. Yeah, but they weren't really doing anything um, outstanding. With their heartbeat. They weren't really doing anything with their heartbeat. Is that what you're trying to That's say? That's what I'm trying to say. They weren't really doing oh anything. Oh, boy. Much. They were fitting into the general Is that enough Buddy Holly uh, titles in there? Buddy Holly, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, which, again, is a reference to Quantum Leap. Every time he'd leap, oh, he'd Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know? I just once wanted him to say it in Star Trek. Do you know what I mean? I really, really, really... Just once would have been enough. All right? I, I, did you ever watch the programme Chuck? It's Zachary uh, Levi. A couple of episodes. I never watched so, it like, proper. Yeah, so so in that... Um, what's his name? Scott Bakula played his dad and... Um, Linda Hamilton played his mum eventually when they were introduced into the series and the first thing Scott Bakula said as he you know was introduced as a character was 
Oh, boy. And it's like, that's all I wanted in Star Trek, just once. What would you do if in real life that happened? If one of your friends was acting really weird and they just went, oh, boy. You know, would you start to think, huh, is this, what's, well, let, is this let, let me ask you, you, you probably think that about me all the time, so there we go. Well, everybody I know acts really weird. <laughs> That's oh, how I boy. See. Oh, boy. But I just thought it would be quite funny. You know, how, how would you react if you knew of Quantum Leap and well, you knew what that was well, all about? Well, exactly. But, you know, I, I know this is off topic from where we are, but randomly and we move on. But I, I often, because I watch these programs and they get in my head and, you know, and all that sort of stuff, it's like I often sit there and think that, you know those times where you, you're in like a situation and you've no idea like what's happened before it before you arrive there? That's have you actually been podcast, the, isn't it? Have you have you been yeah, exactly. Have have you been away in the waiting room speaking to, you know, a now dead man? Mm-hmm. Well it's like driving long distance. You know? That's kinda of what it's like. Because That's children breaks, by the way. When when you're long driving distance. when you're driving you kind of go into an autopilot mode when you're driving long distance and you suddenly get to your destination and there's a little part of you that kind of doesn't remember every part of the journey because you were on autopilot. You know what I mean? Like you've probably been listening to the radio or you've been thinking about other things. You've been focusing on the road and concentrating on the road. You had to, right? But your brain has this ability to go onto autopilot. It's kind of like, I guess anything we do as human beings we have this ability to go into autopilot and you're never really sure I, how I believe you it's that i believe it's called cruise control cruise control of the brain yeah that's kind of what it is i suppose you know but we've all done that not just driving there's always things you're like wait a minute how did i get how, how did <laughs> i manage not, this it's not the first time i've been listening to something i've been like yes come on that tune's next and then the next thing you know like, hang on a minute I never heard that song, mm-hmm. and we're three, we're three or four tracks down the line. That's it, because you were too busy focusing on something else, but your brain was still aware of the music there in the background, it just wasn't paying And attention. I clearly sang along to it. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> maybe you did. <laughs> but that's no, what I it's like driving, you know, and then maybe as a pilot as well, you just kind of go into, well, they do go into autopilot, don't they, on the actual plane? So, so, so am I saying that for those periods when that happens, mm-hmm. that we're actually away somewhere and someone else is taking over? You never know. You never know. Is that what happens when we sleep? You no, know? no. We, we, uh, when we sleep, the, the matrix just recharges us. When we dream, is that us actually leaving and going somewhere else and experiencing When, when we dream, that's, that's us creating energy to run the matrix. Run the matrix. Run the matrix on dreams. I don't know if that well, you know, it's dreams. It's more like nightmares, isn't it? Well, you know, it depends which way you look at it, right? Well, Life is a nightmare. <laughs> Life is a nightmare. It, it just, I, I, I still don't understand, especially now with the way the world is, I don't understand how we're the worker ants, you know? And we're just letting us ourselves be trampled over by the the people at the top who have done nothing to deserve that. And we're just but in our on. opinion, in our opinion, they've done nothing to deserve that. I don't think they have done anything to deserve. No, no, that. but but you you you're sitting there going, you know, and you know they they've done nothing to deserve that. I think that's a very kind of uh, broad statement because you know we don't know what trials and tribulations that person has had. You know, the royal being family. Able, so just being not born be, into royalty, not you being think able done to, to deserve that. 
they've not well who can say right but they they you know deserve to be able to buy those two mars bars instead of rushing it to one okay so elon musk right <laughs> he everybody thinks of elon musk jeff bezos and uh i can't remember the third one but uh, the three bill. people everybody thinks of them uh, bill gates i can't remember but everybody thinks of those two especially as being self-made billionaires right they're not they got their no, big I mean, start from I'm, their parents I'm, I made them. They got their big start from their parents who gave them the opportunity to go out and make something of themselves, right? Branson, is that not the other one? Branson, possibly. I don't know how he got his start. Um, But for me, it would be someone like you who had, or or I, you know, who were just working class folks, not much money, we just work regular jobs. Suddenly we come up with an idea and it makes us into billionaires. That's a self-made billionaire, right? Not somebody who comes along and says, hey guys, I'm going to invest like 50 grand into your so-and-so and and we're going to make you the biggest podcast in the world and, you know, suddenly you're going to make millions and billions of pounds and you know, that's not a self-made millionaire or billionaire and and it's ridiculous that we think of them and they haven't done anything to deserve that somebody gave them money gave them a foot up the ladder and then they did work. i'm not saying they didn't work for it what i'm saying is they're not self-made you know that's the, the the point um and i don't think they deserve it but i am of the opinion i'm one of those people who doesn't believe anybody should have that much money when we've got hungry people and homeless people and people struggling to pay their, on, we've got wars going on and you've got people dying of diseases that can be cured with just like a couple of pounds for a an injection or an operation or something, you know, and we've got all that stuff going on in the world and people who now in the, in our situations, people in our country who can't afford to eat properly and put on their heating and pay their bills. And you've got people who are worth, you know, two, three hundred billion pounds or dollars or whatever. And I just quite worth that amount of money, but I know what you mean. Right. Here's, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but what always is this a Is this a CEO um, wages thing that you're going to say now? Uh, I don't think so. No. Right. Okay. It's um, the diff. Let me tell you what. Let me find it before I say it. But can I just say there, right? When you were going on about, you know, we've got all these things and blah 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 you know and you know just this for a couple of pounds or you can feed so and so for you know x amount a week you we all see the posters and stuff you know on on buses on you know websites and magazines tv whatever right we all see these these like slogans from you know these big charities and stuff like this is what we can do with the money mm-hmm. when you were talking about it it was very very star trek was it yeah, man, that's the future. You know, the, the fact that no one's actually going to have the money and it's, you trade, go back to kind of trading goods and services as opposed to money. Which seems you know, like mo- a, it doesn't sound like a bad thing to me, so that's pretty mm. cool. But here's the difference, right? People go on about, oh, well, you know, they deserve all the billions they have. Here's the difference between a million and a billion using seconds, right? A, a million seconds is 12 days. Okay. Do you want to hazard a guess at what a billion seconds is based on the fact you now know that a million seconds is 12 days? 112 days? No. So 120 days? You're not even close. You're not even close, my friend. A billion seconds is 31 years. That's the difference between a million and a billion in seconds. So that's... 
if you use that similar comparison between the difference between a million pounds and a billion pounds, that's such an insane difference. Well, that's kind of what we were saying there before, you know, in previous episodes, you know, and specifically the example of like Ant and Dick, you know, 20 years ago, all these guys are now millionaires. You'd never, I mean, I'd never heard the word billion. No. You know, at that point itself, you know, and that's then it. now that's all you do here, billion, and then it's suddenly trillion that you're then hearing as well, you know, about these fantastical things. It's like oh. these people, these people, and basically what you're saying is these people have, you know, the the same you know amount of money as the the GDP of they say a small country, but I'd imagine it's the the uh, GDP of a few countries combined nowadays. Absolutely. Do you want to know what a trillion seconds is? compared so now that you know a million your, seconds your whole is life days your, your whole life would you probably be dead by that point <laughs> so we know a million seconds is 12 days we know a billion seconds is 31 years a trillion seconds this is absolutely mind-blowing a trillion seconds what are you guessing a whole lifetime like 70 years something like that probably a whole, more than that Okay, 31,688 yep. years. Yeah, exactly. Is a trillion seconds. So when Aye. we get to a point where we have the world's first trillionaire, which oh, could potentially happen during our lifetime, the way things are Next going, week. Uh, you never know, then they are going Is to have... Is that not Vladimir Putin? <laughs> well, possibly, if you believe the stories about his hidden wealth. Um, but it's, it's just, that's why I'm of the opinion that no one no one should be allowed but to be you, worth that much money. But do you know? Do you know the sacrifices he's made to be able to get that money? You know, he he, he has you know decided not to buy t-shirts. Ah, well, I know the sacrifices people around him have probably had to make for him to have that money, and and the people that are that are making in other countries. Yeah, I know, but it's just insane when you think about it. You know, you and I and, and people in this country are struggling to. Well, I don't know if you're struggling. I, 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 I'm not struggling, struggling, but you know what? There's times when I'm like, oh, I don't have the money for this. <laughs> I'm, or I'm, I'm, for that. I, I, t- I tell you what, I'm definitely mentally struggling. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a thing, man. You know, it's like a mental the, thing as well. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'm sitting. I'm sitting there looking at these things. I mean, we. I, I'll be honest. We're probably in a pretty fortunate position, you know, ourselves at, at the minute, and probably you included. All right, you know, when it comes to these things, it's not necessarily hit us too much at this moment in time. And that's not to say, you know, we're money bags and we can afford this, that, and the next thing. Because yeah, you do have to tighten your your belt and stuff. But you look at kind of what's going on there, and you you look at what you buy from the shop, and it's either gone up a wee bit or it's gone up a big bit. And you think, you know, last week, the whole reason that we moved to, to shopping in this place is because you were so much cheaper than elsewhere. And actually, as time's gone on, and I know it's all external factors that have influenced that, you've now become nearly the same price mm-hmm. as it is to go there, so I might as well just go there. You know, it's, it's like... it's, it's it, it comes to something, right, when you've got places like Asda and Morrison's and, and Sainsbury's and all the rest of it launching new. Now, they've done these things for years, but they're now launching new essential ranges, like new store-owned brand stuff, you know, which is cheaper um, than, you know, the the, um, the full-price brandy stuff, which, you know, store-bought, you know, store-owned stuff generally was. But it's the fact that they're now bringing out another level of these sorts of things because you know back in the past you would go and you would get your 15p baked beans or whatever you know for example if that's your if that's your bag or whatever now it's like you know 30p you know baked beans 
or or spaghetti or or whatever the case is, and it's like that's then another tier to it. You know, it's like we we were we were speaking there the other day at work, and you know about cost of living and all that sort of stuff because you know it affects absolutely everyone and everything. You know, and someone said, "Oh, seventy one p for a for a, a a tin of beans," and you're like. Yeah, that's probably about right nowadays. You know what I mean? That is probably about so what you would pay for it. P if you're talking yeah, about and, top brand type. Well, exactly. Know, I mean, but like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, just a just as a minimum. You know what I mean? The fact that you walk in and it's like, you know, what was you know probably thirty p this time last year, you know, and that's the price of it now. And you're like, so someone. Do you know what gets me right? Is there's someone somewhere? Right, who's absolutely coining it in, and we know it's the energy companies. You know, publicly that's that's what you see. But there's someone somewhere, shady dealings and all this that's uh, coining it in because they've went. Do you know what? I'm going to put an extra whatever it is on this thing here that everybody needs to be able to produce the world, and as such, everything's going to go up, and I'm going to be mega rich. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, 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 so I, I understand everything that you kind of say. Oh well, I do to a de- to an extent. You know, kind of what you said there before about you know during the um during the the pandemic. You know, when it was you know proper proper lockdown and this that and next thing, no one was going places. You know, therefore, you know, they there was all these petrol stocks there that that didn't get used, and you know, then they would either, like, I think you said like gone off or expired or you know mold or or whatever it is that happens to these things, right? I'd never thought of that happening with, like, fuel before. But it stands to reason, you know, it's a man-made thing and, you know, there's ingredients and stuff that go on there. And, of course, you know, it's going to become kind of past its best or past its sell-by date or whatever the case with that is. But I sit there and I and I think, well, surely that sort of production would have been something that was able to be kind of um, scaled back or scaled up or, you know, like... They, they were able to store these things. You know, I mean, did nobody kind of think of that consistent? Con, uh, they did you know, scale it up. They did scale it back, you know, during that whole time. But they had so much mm-hmm. saved up because, of course, before mm-hmm. COVID, that was getting used. So they had so much yeah, of, of it saved up. But then over that period of time, it just wasn't getting used by anybody. Like, people weren't buying it at this, the petrol pump. Businesses weren't using it so much for things because, you know, they were closing down. Yeah, but down. I mean, the, these, these things, I mean, did they then not kind of just put it into storage? I mean, clearly they didn't. But it was did, it a case that, like we said, it expired? But, exactly. Well, you, exactly. You, say, you, say, you say they did, but it's like there was no, like, right, let's make fuel 75p a litre, you know, to to get the stocks used up oh, that we've already that. produced. Yeah, as opposed to oh well. By the way, there's a, a, a you know a fuel crisis. It's like no, you've created a fuel crisis. Do you know what I mean? There there isn't actually a fuel crisis. You know there isn't actually a an anything crisis. It's all these things are like man made. It's like it's like the 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 whole thing with the stock markets. You know that we kind of touched upon in the previous episode uh, or previous episodes rather. Um, you know it's like someone sits there and makes a decision about that. You know, it's not like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, Apple's iPhone sells one iPhone less than it did on the, the previous model. Oh, that means the value of that business has gone down. No, someone has actually sat there and made a decision, you know, that, oh, yeah, by the way, do you know what? I, I'm the big I'm the big cheese and, you know, uh, 
you know, stock markets and, you know, investing in this. I'm going to sell all my stocks there. <gasps> if you're doing it, then there must be a problem. And then people just panic. People are just sheep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, actually, man, there is no issue. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I understand that, you know, it's, they say, oh, the, the markets get nervous. The markets don't get nervous. People get nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, the computer's done this wrong. No, the computer's not done that wrong. The computer's done what you've asked it to do with the capabilities that it's got. If you've installed an update, which is something that's been written by a person, or you've installed a new bit of software, which has been written by a person, and that's then corrupting what's happening with, you know, the, the software that you're trying to use, that's not the computer that's mucked up. That's, you know, people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what the people need to understand. You know, it's like the, in, in that, I, I don't know if I mentioned that on this episode or a previous one, but the, um, what do you call it, that comedians giving lectures thing, right? We watched one last night where it was uh, basically, should we trust computers? Are, are computers the problem? It's like, and, and the guy quite rightly went and said, the computer wasn't the problem. You know, he, he'd got um, catfished and um, there was a picture of him um, enjoying himself, um, you know, talking to this girl when it turned out that it wasn't, you know, uh, it was, you know, some someone on kind of untoward. And um, there was that picture and it's like, it wasn't the computer that did that. It was that someone sat down at a computer and decided, do you know what? I'm going to catch you out today. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? The computer didn't do that. The computer only did what it was described, you know, um, constructed and um, programmed to do. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I, I think we blame too many things on, like, the, like, I guess it's blame dodging kind of culture, isn't oh, it? It's no, like, I've oh, always the, blamed the people. Do you remember the previous yeah. year we talked about that whole fuel cost thing going up and I said it's uh-huh. the people going out to buy all the stuff in the shops when they don't need to which is then sure. cost to, causing the fuel to go up because the trucks are having to go out more now mm-hmm. to fill up the shelves to keep them going but they can't do it because the people are rushing in and buying everything off the shelves when they don't need it it's the people you're absolutely right and I've, I've always said this people mm. are the problem it's just you know people are the problem people are the solution People not using their brains, people not being reasonable, <laughs> people being selfish. That's what it is. It's, and that's going to be the downfall of this world. It's not going to be climate that, change and all that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, it's not going to help. I mean, but that's all being caused by people. No, but that but it's, it's, that, people. it's that line from, from Kaiser Chiefs. You know, I mean, it, it's not specifically about this and you can uh, probably equate it to anything but we are the angry mob we read the papers every day so you know equate that to you watching the news we like what we like we hate who we hate and we're also easily swayed yep that's pretty much you know it. what i mean and I, that's there's never I, I i don't know if there's ever been a truer lyric kind of written there and i'm not saying like they're big huge intellectuals or anything like that although he was an art teacher but it's just that that whole thing of well actually you know what i mean that's a, a essentially a pop song you know <laughs> and you know, and, and he, I don't know if, if you picked up on this as well, but the um, the Radiohead uh, OK Computer album became what was it, twenty in two thousand seventeen. Um, it's, what 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 would that make it now? It'll be what twenty five next year. Yeah, um, this year. Oh, this year. But there you go. Yeah, math is not my strong point. Nothing's my strong point unless it's Oasis or Star Trek or pop culture i don't know or being a father but um, where i was going was it's like if you if you read kind of more into that album which you know is lauded as being a, a masterpiece in 1997 
that predicted the future that we're now living in. That's incredible, right? That somebody was actually able to. Well, I was I suppose it was written in 1996, 95, well, sort of thing. That they're people, able to kind of yeah. There are people from like the 19th century and before who would predict the world we live in now. You know, with stuff they've thought of, of in the future. Um, we, and we did have, actually die in 2012. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I just mean like people who predicted things like you know, one day you will have like a mobile device that you will use to talk to people around the world. One day you will be able to see people face to face without even being in the same room or the same country. People predict right, so you're that. Just ta- you're just talking about Star. Yeah, you're just talking about Star Trek now, so it's fine. Yeah, but they just predicted that centuries ago, you know, and 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 they were talking about uh, how the how the world might look. Of course, a lot of what they predicted was very wrong. You know, they also predicted flying cars by the year two thousand and all that kind of stuff. And, but, and hoverboards by twenty fifteen. Yeah, hoverboards by twenty fifteen. If you're well, a Back to the Future go. fan, hey. it's in there. But not these silly ones that you get. Oh, it's a hoverboard. No, it's not. It's no, got wheels. Hoverboard. Yeah, <laughs> it would be a. It would be something. Apparently, you can. They can do it. It's all based on magnets or something but no yeah yeah it's just you can only do it in a space you know you can't do it like all over the place you know that doesn't yeah 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 like 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 uh, again the star trek reference with the holographic doctor he can only exist in the environment where it's got the holographic you know set up yeah but that's how these things begin and then they Mm. do grow and they become something else and that's how technology moves on but even today we could sit down and predict what it's going to be like in a thousand years time and some of it we will get right i mean to get it so right oh yeah yeah exactly you know well it's just it's just guessing isn't it and it's like nostradamus and people like that who predicted this and predicted that you can look at all the stuff they got right based on you Mm. (laughs) trying to make it fit but what about all the stuff they got wrong they didn't yeah yeah. they They weren't so right with yeah 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 of a hundred predictions, maybe four were things you could squeeze in somewhere and, and make it fit, but the other, you know, 90 odds, you're like, I don't know, man, that means nothing. Um, but we could do the same. I mean, a thousand years, man, I can't even imagine a well, thousand years. Well, you know, you, you say we could do the same. Like a, a few episodes back, we predicted that Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan would be back for the end of Neighbours. And guess what? Uh-huh. They're going to be back for the end That's of Neighbours. Right. I did. I remember saying this. I said they will be in it. I can't see them not. How could they not be? I, I, was it not I who said it? Well, no, I believe we'll, it was we'll, me. We'll, I believe you I, said it is not going to happen. Did I say it was I not going to happen? I think you said it wasn't going to happen. And I said, no, In, I Insert clip here. <laughs> we will, I don't know. I think that one came out a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, but anyway, our podcast on it, whoever it was, we did say Kylie and, and Jason should be on it and, and would be on it and, and whatever. And yeah, I just don't see how Especially for me. Especially for you. Uh, but anything else you feel we need to talk about? We've been pretty random with this one. And on that bombshell... On that bombshell. <laughs> You're doing that this week, are you? I'm doing that this week. Uh, it's, it, it's, with it's added sound effects, just with added sound effects, just for you, Sponge Man. <laughs> Adios, people. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orpov. To catch up on previous episodes, head over to anchor.fm slash Orpov or check your favorite podcast app directory. To contact the show with ideas that you would like to hear the guys talk about, send an email to orpovpod at gmail.com or visit anchor.fm slash orpov and click on message. You can follow the show on Twitter at orpovpod. And if you haven't done so already, remember to hit that subscribe button 
so that all future episodes of Orpav arrive safely on your device and you never miss a random point of view. Thank you.